Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi, everyone. This is Nedalina, your host of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Great to be here. We're going to be speaking with Lauren Venosa today. She's a clinical nutritionist and a personal chef. She's going to share with us her story about how she came to really appreciate health and nutrition. She works with clients all over the world, and she helps thousands break through their health struggles to live their best life possible. We're really going to talk about energy today and how your nutrition and your food can affect your body. We talk about the importance of hydration, something that I still have to work on, how we can get rid of the toxicity in your body, and what kind of food we should really focus on to make sure that we are living a healthy life life where we feel great and look great. Thank you so much for joining us. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for joining us on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off the show by letting our audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Hi. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I am really excited to be on this show today and I'm a clinical nutritionist and a personal chef. I live in the Bay Area of California. I grew up here, but I lived in San Diego for a period of time when I was in college. I went to San Diego State University, and that's really where I began the journey of the career I'm in now. I have my own business where I work with clients to help them regain their energy, heal their digestion, and feel really great in their bodies using food as medicine. I have online programs where I work remotely with clients all across the country and work locally as a personal chef here in the Bay Area where I cook clients uh, nutritious meals that are extremely convenient for them. And I also provide meal plan packages just to make eating healthy a lot easier for people. People are busy and I like to make eating healthy convenient for them. So how did you get into this field? I mean, obviously you studied it, um, as mentioned in college, but what was the, I guess, the fascination or the interest in wanting to kind of step into this uh, realm of health and fitness and nutrition? So I got into this field in a rather interesting way. I, I guess you could say some really difficult times in my life led me to where I am now in this career. I was 20 years old, and I had just come home from San Diego State for the summer. I was on summer vacation, and I I did the dance team in college. I was really active. I had a big social life, and when I was home one night, I just got really sick, and within 24 hours, I almost felt paralyzed. I couldn't get out of bed. I was in and out of consciousness, and next thing I knew, I was in the ER, and doctors were feverishly trying to figure out what was wrong with me. I had all these tubes in me and it turns out I had gotten toxic shock syndrome, which is a toxic blood infection. And I was a few hours away from organ failure when I wound up in the ER. And I remember thinking to myself when I was 
when I was conscious and I just kind of, I felt like I was almost outside my body, like watching what was going on. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I might die today and I'm 20 years old. And at that moment, it really changed everything. The time I was in the hospital was pretty rough, but when I got out, I knew my life was going to be drastically different from what I knew before I got sick. Uh, doctors told me I lost 60% of the muscle in my body. I had to pretty much learn to walk again to regain the muscles in my legs. And I was so weak. I couldn't get up the stairs in my parents' house or take a shower without sitting down. And because I was 20, I thought my body would bounce right back, you know? And so I started exercising and then I would get really sick the next day and feel terrible. And it happened over and over. And doctors basically said, you know, it just takes time. Uh, You need to let your body rest. You can't go back to college. You have to take a year off. And I was like, no way, I'm not doing that. So I knew there had to be a missing component to my recovery. And that's when I realized that maybe food had something to do with the body's ability to recover and heal itself. And that's when I realized that I needed to start studying food. And so I started researching, read lots of books, and I started juicing to kind of experiment on myself. And about six weeks after juicing, every morning, my life was changed. And that was one of the moments where I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing with my career. And I changed my major in college read every book I could get my hands on. I took internships, was working for free for a couple years in college. And I had just seen the miracles that food worked in my own body. And I knew that this was my passion. This is what I had to do to help others. And I knew I survived for a reason. And that was what I had to do with my life. I had to help other people get from where I was to where I am and show people and educate people how much food really does impact the health of our body. So let's just back up just a little bit. Can you educate us a little bit on um, the syndrome that you had, the toxic, um, what what did you call it exactly? Um, It's toxic shock syndrome. Okay. It actually became pretty apparent back, I think it was in the 70s. And it typically people get it from a tampon. And the myth is that you leave your tampon in too long, bacteria grows, and it gets in your bloodstream. Okay. But actually, a lot of the conventional tampons sold in stores have chemicals and bleaches on them that if you get any type of scrape or anything and those chemicals get into your body, that infection can rapidly get into your body and into your blood, and then your body goes into septic shock, which is an infection in your blood that can shut down your organs within 48 hours. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, (laughs) so is that one of the only ways that you, just so we can educate our audience, because I've never heard of it. Is that one of the only ways that you can get it? Or did you, or where did you find that there's other ways that it can, um, you know, that you can get it into your system as well? Yeah. So there's actually two different types of bacteria. There's a staph bacteria and a strep bacteria that can cause toxic shock. But in, for the uh, staph bacteria, like I had pretty much get with a tampon, that's like the only way you can get it. Um, it's really about when chemicals get in your bloodstream, in your bloodstream. And a lot of times in hospitals, you know, in surgical rooms, 
that can happen because if they're, they leave, um, gauze in a wound and, you know, filaments from that get into the bloodstream and there's chemicals on them that can create septic shock in the body too. Very interesting. Uh, and I, I just wanted to, to hear a little bit more before we really jumped into, you know, some of the great things that you're doing to help prevent, uh, or even mm-hmm. just to cure because just to help educate us on, you know, what that was. Um, so I, I think that a lot of people tend to, when they get sick or, you know, when they get any type of disease, they tend to head to the hospital first, right? And they tend to rely on pharmaceuticals and medicine, um, and sometimes even surgery. And so I'd love to hear a little bit about your input. Um, you know, and, and obviously you, I'm going to assume that you have a belief that nutrition can really change a lot of things within your body. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit about your take on that. Yeah. So that's actually why I got into nutrition. I was fed up with the doctors and how they couldn't help me. I would go to them and say, I'm getting sick. I'm not getting stronger. I'm not recovering. And they basically said, sorry, we can't help you. The infection's gone. I don't know like what's going on, but with all the things that they, you know, when you go into an emergency room, they're just trying to let you survive. They're trying to save your life. And I'm so thankful for that. But when it comes to really healing the body and preventing disease, I think nutrition is key and especially recovery because your body goes through a lot with an infection like that in your blood. And I had, you know, all sorts of different antibiotics in me. I got plasma, transfusions. I had all these different things in my body when I was in the hospital that I pretty much needed to detox from. And at that point, nutrition was, was the key because, you know, the doctors, they, they're about, you know, saving your life and killing any infection in the body, not so much after the fact. And so that's when I realized the importance of nutrition and how much that comes into play with the body. So what, um, what are some things I guess that you can help us with? I I know that, um, you know, you, we talk a lot about energy and how we can use nutrition to help us with our energy and, and our mind. Um, but talk to us a little bit why nutrition is so important. Like, what is it about nutrition that can change the body? Yeah, so energy was really the thing I was seeking when I started my journey because I was just so tired and so weak that I needed to increase my energy. And one of the things I came across and I found to be so true is something as simple as water is step one. Everyone needs to start there because people are chronically dehydrated and the amount of water that you need to be drinking on a daily basis is a lot more than you think. And what happens when you're dehydrated, your digestion suffers, your energy drops, uh, your body's natural detoxification process slows down. And when people are dehydrated, fatigue and headache are the two most common symptoms. And that's two of the things that people complain about on a daily basis, right? So when you're not drinking enough water, it's going to make your body feel terrible, So a lot of people think, okay, eight eight glasses a day, but it's really personal to each person. So what I tell my clients and what I do for myself is to consume 34 ounces of water per 50 pounds of body weight. So you calculate your body weight and see how many ounces that you need to be drinking every day. 
And that's really what you should aim for on a daily basis because it depends upon your body weight. And if you're active or an athlete, you can even up that a little more. Okay. So So for somebody like me who um, has a hard time drinking, (laughs) Mm -hmm. not necessarily water, just in general, like the habit of, you know, carrying something around me and just continuously drinking it. I, I have a bad habit. I'll wake up in the morning, I'll have a cup of coffee and that's pretty well all I drink the whole day. One cup of coffee and then the rest of the day I just do my thing. Uh, How do we get into that habit? How do, how do we start? Cause I know that personally for me, this is something that I need to, to get used to. Um, but how do we do that? So I always tell people to start their morning with a glass of lemon water. And the reason being, lemon actually stimulates digestion. It gets your body awake from sleeping. It gets all your organs going. And when you start your day with that, you're already starting it with water. So 16 ounces in the morning with the juice of half of a lemon. That way you're already starting to hydrate your body because you're fasting all through the night when you're sleeping. So if you start your morning with with coffee, which actually it dehydrates you because it acts as a diuretic, which means it makes you urinate more frequently, which leads to water loss in the body. So if you just started your day with that lemon water before the coffee, you would be able to hydrate yourself beforehand, and that will actually put you in a lot better spot when you are having your coffee. And what, um, what's your take just out of curiosity on apple cider vinegar? Do you use that at all? There's kind of that, (laughs) there's kind of that drink that in the morning as well. So I'm just curious. Yeah, I love it. And some people love it. Some people hate it. And it really depends on what you're looking for in terms of how you want to feel. Apple cider vinegar is also really good for digestion and it helps detoxify the body a lot as well. So I sometimes tell people to put lemon and apple cider vinegar. A lot of times the taste is hard for people, but I recommend everyone try it at least once. And if they can tolerate it, it's definitely a great thing to have on a daily basis. Okay, great. Um, So what are some other things that you think are important for us to understand within nutrition? I mean, obviously you said that the water is really important. Mm -hmm. Uh, What about food itself? What what is your, I mean, there's so much going on, you know, we're so inundated with information as you know, when it comes to nutrition, health and fitness, and, it, and it's kind of this uh, battle that's going back and forth, um, you know, between being a vegan, eating paleo, incorporating meat and animal protein, don't eat animal protein. Uh, you know, there's so much going on. There's the new documentary, What the Health, that just came out that's causing all kinds of stirs within health and nutrition. What is your overall philosophy and take on this? So that's a really interesting question. And I love this question because... It is overwhelming in the media and on the internet, all the information that's out there. And it can be really confusing for people because they hear one thing and then the next day they hear something else. So the first thing I always tell people is it's all about digestion. And when I say digestion, I mean, how does the food that you're eating respond when it's inside your body? So you could look at, you know, a piece of meat on the counter and analyzed in a lab, it's, you know, has 20 grams of protein, has this, you know, these, these nutrients in it, and that means it's really good for you. But it matters how that food digests and assimilates in your body, meaning what can your body use from that food and what types of byproducts or toxins does it leave in your body as well. So, for example, 
um, what the health focused a lot on eating vegan, right? And I think depending on the person's body, it really depends. Eating is a totally individual thing. Some people thrive on more protein. Some people don't. And I wanted to just touch on protein first and how that actually digests in the body. When our bodies consume protein, it has to break them down into amino acids because that's what it's made up of. And so if our body can't break down those proteins, it ends up just filtering through our kidneys and leaving our body. We don't actually absorb it. So you want to consume foods that your body can easily digest and absorb the nutrients from that food. That's how you're going to get the most nutrition from what you're eating. And so when it comes to digestion, you have to make sure that your body, you know, feels good after you're eating it. So a lot of times people might say, oh, you know, I feel really bloated after I eat this, or I feel really tired after I eat. That's a sign your body's not digesting very well. And probably what you're eating isn't the best for your body, nor can it digest it completely. After you eat, you should feel full of energy and really light and happy. You shouldn't feel heavy or anxious or tired at all. So how do we um, how do we build that self awareness? I guess you know sometimes people don't feel anything, but maybe over the years it'll accumulate into something or some kind of illness. So I guess what are some ways that we can tap into physically how we feel and that self awareness? You know, that, that comes after a little bit of time. It doesn't just happen overnight. And I always like to have people first start by increasing their intake of vegetables. Okay. And so you're almost crowding out the foods, like the processed foods or, you know, foods that might not be so great for the body. And when it comes to meat specifically, because that is a very controversial topic, it's looking at the anatomy of our body. So this goes back to digestion, right? Our bodies aren't really physically designed to digest a lot of animal proteins. We have shorter or longer intestinal tracts compared to, say, a tiger that has a really short intestinal tract. And when we, since we have long intestinal tracts, all that protein and meat going through the body can end up like almost rotting in our digestive tract before it actually eliminates out of our body. And that can leach toxins into our body that absorb through our digestive tract. And so I always like to tell people to reduce their amount of animal proteins, but not necessarily eliminate it completely. I do think that diets really heavy in protein are too taxing on the body for long periods of time. And over time, you can start to feel it. So if you feel, like I said, really anxious when you're eating a lot of protein, that might be a sign that your body can't digest it very well. So it really is about seeing how you feel after you eat. And doing a food journal is something that's really helpful. So tracking what you eat and how you feel physically and emotionally after you eat it is a great way to start to build the awareness and like I said, it does take time, so give it a week or two, and then look back and correlate, say, oh, I was really anxious that day. I had, you know, sausage for breakfast. Maybe maybe my body wasn't digesting that all the way, and it was making me really anxious. 
So it, it is a bit of a practice at first and it does take a little time, but it's so rewarding when you know, and you can feel in your body, okay, maybe this food doesn't serve me very well. And then you can make a different choice to something that does make you feel really good. I love your answer to this because it's very sustainable. You know, sometimes we, we talk with coaches or we listen to, again, what's out there with media, and sometimes it just sounds so, uh, you know, so strict. I'll cut out everything, make sure that you don't eat this and you don't eat that. And what you're saying is very sustainable. It's like listen to your body, um, you know, feel what that feels like inside of you, and, and then kind of really just take it one day at a time, um, which I think is something that everybody can implement. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. I'd love to jump into our power section of the interview and learn just a little bit more about you. Is there one book that you've read that has a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us as an audience to read? Yes. The book is called The Beauty Detox Solution by Kimberly Snyder. And what's one value that you have that you've always stuck with throughout your journey? Something that's like a non-negotiable for you. Always be thankful despite what's happening in your life. And if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it your golden nugget, what would it be? Mm, never give up on yourself and always believe that you are worth it. I think people a lot of times self-sabotage and think they're, they're not worthy of taking time on themselves and healing their body and making good choices, but you are worth it and you deserve to feel amazing every single day. And as you know, our, you know, our podcast is Rise Up For You. Our company is Rise Up For You. When you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? It's really uplifting. And it makes me think of a lot of positivity, a lot of motivation, and something that's going to really fuel you in a positive way. Thank you again for joining us. I loved those answers. Um, Lauren, how do we stay connected to you and how do we support you if anybody wants to learn more or maybe is uh, needing a little bit more support with their health and fitness and nutrition? So you can find me at my website, which is totalbodynourishment.com. I'm also on Instagram and I have a private Facebook group where I do live cooking classes and share healthy recipes so if you just search uh, my website, all that information is on there. Wonderful. Thank you again so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you again for joining the Rise of Food podcast. Again, this is your host, Natalina. We want to make sure that outside of the podcast, you're still growing and always getting continuous knowledge and our six pillars. So we want to make sure that you head over to our website, www.riseofyou.com and take full advantage of the free resources and benefits that we have there. We have articles and contributors from around the world. We have a number of other podcast episodes, webinars, and a ton of tools and strategies and tips that are going to help you rise up to the next step professionally and personally. Personally, you can find us on every social media avenue. We're on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Rise Up For You. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Everything is at Rise Up For You, and we would love for you to join us. And definitely, you're going to want to head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, and get your free startup kit. We have compiled the top podcast interviews, the top webinars, and the top articles that fall in our six pillars. 
plus a free startup guide, The Six Pillars to a Prosperous Life, that's going to help you take that first step to really finding and building the life that you want professionally and personally. So again, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you get access to that startup kit for free. And don't forget to share. Our main mission is to empower, educate, and connect women globally. And we need your help to do that. So please help us spread the word, spread the message, share our content, share what Rise Up For You is about, and help us help you and other women around the world. Thank you again for joining us. Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.